Yomadav Pebet, after discussing all the foods that are not edible, if you eat them on Kippur, you're not your patur, and all the uh, beverages that are not drinkable, if you drink them on Kippur, you're patur. We are now starting Pebet Amud Aleph from the beginning. The Mishnah says that we don't let uh, the children uh, fast on Yom Kippur. But a year or two before their bar bat mitzvah, we do let them fast, and this way they can get used to mitzvot. And the Gemara will explain that it's always a shana before the shana before their mitzvah. So when it says shana, it really means two years. And when it says Shana time, it really means three years. So now with that, we're starting the Gemara. If three years before their Barbat Mitzvah, we are Mechanech them to fast, then two years before, is it even a question? So Amar of Hazda, Lakasha, Ha, Behole, Ha, Bebari. Depends on the type of child. Is he a sickly child or is he a healthy child? A healthy child at a year. Not a healthy child, okay, give him one extra year. And Amaravuna ben Shemone u ben Tesha, an eight, nine year old child that is sickly, Shaot, you make him fast only a couple hours, don't finish it. Ben Aeser u ben Hatesre, ben ten, eleven years old. If they are sickly, then Mashlimin midrabanan, then they have to finish the fast midrabanan. And once Ben Shetem Esre, Mashlimin midoraita, once they reach the age of twelve, then you have to finish that fast midoraita, and again that is talking about a tinoket, meaning this is talking about a girl, the twelve you have to finish. Now the Rav Nachman Amar no ben Tesha ben Aisim Hachlin Otan Shaot nine ten years old you let them fast a couple hours ben Achat Esrei ben Shtem Esrei Mashlimin Midrabanan they only could finish Midrabanan means there's no mitzvah deoraita that's the difference between Rav Nachman and Rav Nachman whether a child finishes that fast midoraita or derabanan ben Shelosh Esrei Mashlimin Midrabanan betinoka thirteen year old has to finish midoraita and all this is being to- is talking about a young boy growing up. Rabbi Yohanan Amar, Hashlama de Rabbanan Leka. Rabbi Yohanan holds that finishing that fast for, child, for children under the age of Barbat Mitzvah, it, not even a de Rabbanan, Ben Eser, Ben Ahad Eser, Mechanchin Oto, Leshaot, 10, 11 years old, we Mechanechem for a couple hours, Ben Shetem Esre Mashlimin Medeoraita. Once they reach the age of 12, you finish Deoraita. We're talk, obviously talking about a girl. And you see, according to him, there's no anyan of finishing it, even with Rabbanad. Tanan, atinokot en me'anin otan b'yom kippurim. We don't make the children fast in Yom Kippur. Avo me'hanachin otan l'finish anad, l'finish time. But we did learn in the Mishnah that a year or two before the Barbat Mitzvah, we have them fast. Now, bishlama l'ravuna v'rav nachman l'finish anad l'finish shetayim. I could always explain our Mishnah talking about a boy or girl who are sick. And therefore, a year or two before their time before Hanukkah comes, have them fast. And that's uh, an explanation is like this: Lifne Shana is Ledivrehim. A year is according to the Rabbanan, and Lifne time Ledivrei Torah. It's two years before Divrei Torah, meaning we make this boy or girl fast one year before the Rabbanan time to fast, which is two years. Before the Deoraita time to fast, which is the full Barbat Mitzvah. Ela Hanan, but according to Hanan, who hold the whole thing is a Drabanan, it's, it's something made up. Kashya, uh, why the Mishnah write a year or two? How are you going to explain that? 
So Amalach Rabbi Yohanan, Rabbi Yohanan explains to you the Shana Shnatayim in the Mishnah. My Shana Shnatayim, Samuch Lepirkan, a year or two before they become Gedolim, which is two years for a healthy child and one year for a sickly child. And Tashiman, he brings a proof of Yohanan. It says, Tinokot en me'anin otan b'yom kippurim. We don't make the children uh, fast on Yom Kippur. But we do mechanech them. We educate them a year or two before they become gedolim. All this makes sense according to Yohanan that there is a hinuch stage a year or two before they become gedolim. But according to Rav Huna and Rav Nahman, there's a problem because according to them, the Hinuch is way before. It's, it's three years before for a healthy kid and two years before for a sickly kid. And the question is, the year before is the Deoraita or the Rabbanan? But this Braita definitely goes according to Yohanan, like them. So Ahmed Lach Rabbanan, the Rabbanan of the years, Rav Huna and Rav Nahman, would tell you, my Hinuch Nami Dekatane. What's the Hinuch in that Braita? Hashlama means finishing and that's what it means a year or two before you finish the fast and according to the shita they write the rabbanan so i'm going to ask wait a second when we call it the chinuch hashlama is finishing that fast really what's the child usually eats at two hours into the day they feed him in the third hour eats in the third hour meaning just an, an, add another hour or two before he eats breakfast but not the finishing you can't call that chinuch there's two types of chinuch. There's a chinuch of eating a little bit later in the day, and there's also chinuch of finishing that fast. And that's what the, the, they hold that b'raita meant. Okay, the next Mishnah. Now, the next Mishnah, a pregnant woman smelt food and she wants to eat it, and it's dangerous if she doesn't eat it. They let her eat until her nefesh comes back to her until she feels better. And the Rosh says the same idea with any hole that if he's getting dangerous, feed it. And the Miri says, no, the Hidush over here with the Ubara is even if she's not a hole, still we allow her. That's it, because she, it could be dangerous. Hole machilin to alpi bekiin. Hole, we let him eat alpi uh, doctors. If a doctor says, hey, it's dangerous. If you don't eat, you have to eat. Then we let him eat. We mention back in if there's uh, if there's no uh, doctors in the area. Machlino to alpi atzmo. Achi Omar Dai. We let him eat. He's the, his own doctor. He can make his own decision until he says that's enough. Now it says alpi bekiin. So as she said, there has to be two doctors uh, to to give up sack that he that it's dangerous for him if he doesn't eat. And then Rambam in the Mishnah says. No, what's it mean, Bekiin? Bekiin, who understood, meaning uh, expert doctors, meaning even if it's one doctor, but it has to be an expert doctor. And the Gemara starts with the, with the Tanur Rabbanan, once we're on the subject, Ubara, Shehiri, Habasar Kodesh, Obasar Hazir, a pregnant woman who smelt Basar Kodesh, she's not allowed to eat it, or Basar of an animal pig, she's not allowed to eat. What do we do? We take a uh, toothpick. We put we put it in the juice of, of that uh, of that something that's asur. And we put it on her lips, and this way she could suck that. If she calmed down, mutav great. And if not, then let her eat some of the soup. And if she calmed down, good mutav. 
Nothing stands in front of uh, saving someone's life. Except for relationships that are asur and murdering. So the Gemara explains, If there's a person who loves his body more than his money, that's why it says, You have to give up your life for Hashem. And if there's some people who like their money more than their body, therefore, they give up your money for Hashem. Okay, now Giloy Arayot or Shvichut Amim and Alan. So how? What about Giloy Arayot and Shvichut Amim? Tanya, Rabbi Omer, when it says uh, about the forced relationship of a Nara Morasa engaged Nara, it says Vela Nara lo taaseh davar. Nothing will happen to the Nara. She doesn't get any punishment because the pasuk explains Kika Asher Yakum Ishal Rayot Sahonet Peshkena Davazeh. This forced relationship, whatever it was. It's like murder. Now, what's the comparison of Rotseah and Naram Orasa? The Rotseah was coming to teach me halacha and ends up, it, the halacha was taught for it. Now, what happened? The same way Naram Orasa, you're allowed to save her life even if you have to kill the man. Same thing when someone's trying to kill someone, you're allowed to kill the Rotseah. And the Gemara says, okay, if that's the case, and so maybe by Rotseah, it's if they tell a person, uh, kill or we will kill you. You have to get killed and not uh, and not killed. Same thing with Naaman Amasov. They tell a person to, to, to force his way into to her. He should die and not uh, do the Avera. And uh, she explains that's the way to explain this Gemara because there is no punishment to this woman. Miss Kena, she didn't do anything. She's like a Karkaolam. She's like the floor. She's just like, she's being forced. And that leads this huge Tosafot to go into the whole sugya of being forced to do something or not being forced to do something meaning if they tell a person kill this person or will kill you he should not do anything let them kill him however if you st- if they can say we're going to push you on this baby and you which is uh, going to kill this baby as a result you don't have to say that I- i'm going to put my life in line just stand there and let them push you you have no choice so the same idea because you didn't actively do anything and that's why he's Potter also a woman who didn't do anything from this ma'aseh. She didn't do anything. Uh, she, she, she's not doing any, ma- any ma'aseh. And that brings the whole story of Esther. Why didn't Esther give herself up uh, to, 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 to die? The answer is very pashurt because she didn't do anything. She, Esther Karka She was like the floor. Hashverosh uh, forced her. And there's, so there's really, she had no choice. There's no issue of Eshet Ish. Then Tosfot gets into a different issue, which Hashverosh uh, was a goy, so there's no issue of Gilui Arayot with a goy, and that's why she was able to come back to Mordechai, and the, the Rishonim uh, argue this back and forth, and what will be the Nafkami in Allah Halacha, and there's a famous uh, Chaim Halevi uh, on this, and there's a famous Hazonish on this, and 
this is one of the most uh, interesting sugyot uh, in uh, in Shas. So back to Agmara on the top of Pei Bet Amud Bet. How do we know that if we t- if someone tells a person to kill or be killed, how that you uh, get killed and not uh, kill? And the command says, Svara just makes sense. Why? A man came in front of Rabba and Amar, and he told Rabba, Amar, the, the governor of, of the city I live in, killed that person, or otherwise I'm killing you. Amar, you let him kill you, and you don't be the one who kills. Why? What makes you say that your blood is redder? Maybe his blood is redder. Meaning, in general, we tell you, push away and do the avera in order to stay alive. Hashem wants you alive, and you're more important. But over here, a Jew is going to die either way. So what makes you say you could push the mitzvah of not killing? Now, hahi obara de arha. This uh, pregnant woman, she smelt uh, something and she got really excited. She wants to eat it. She got the sakanan if a short level. Atula kamede rebi. They came to rebi. And I remember this was on Yom Kippur. Amar lehu zilu lehu shula de yomede kippurehu. Go whisper to her that it's Yom Kippur today. So lehu shula ve'elhisha. They whispered to her that it's Kippur today and she calmed down. Kare ale. Rabbi said about this uh, fetus, the child inside, that uh, the famous Pasuk, before you were even born, I knew who you are, meaning he was probably a big tzaddik in that stomach because he just by whispering to that baby that it was Yom Kippur today, the baby stopped, and Nafak Mina, Rabbi Yohanan, who came out of it? Rabbi Yohanan. And the Masha over here says something beautiful that. The sense of smell goes straight into the neshama. And because on Yom Kippur, you're not allowed to eat, you're not allowed to have any benefit, your body sort of becomes me'ena olam haba, and the neshama only eats. And that's why that, that strong smell was able to suffice that baby. It would be understood that it was a saintly child, and that's how Rabbi Yohanan came out. And hahi obara de arha, there was this pregnant lady, she smelt uh, something, she wants to eat it. An kippur atulaka mid ribi hanina, they came to ribi hanina, amma leo lehoshula, velo il hisha. Whispered to her that it's Yom Kippur today, and it, the baby didn't accept it, and it just it, it wanted that food, and it, it showed that it was a type of baby that didn't really care about kippur or not. And karer alen ribi hanina said about that baby, zoru reshaim merahim. The Rashaim went off the path already from the mother's womb. And Nafak Mine Shabetai Atzar Pere. And what came out of that uh, baby was Shabetai, the price gouger. He would uh, price gouge the fruits to make more money, which and, and he was considered uh, a Rasha. And so they uh, so Hanya was able to figure it out already from birth. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen Amen.